episode of money lab i am your host matt 1188 jivanisi and today we're talking about the obvious income source i've been ignoring for years what could it be i don't know if you read the article you already do but if you don't keep listening joining me is the founder of listenmoneymatters.com and the co-host of the listen money matters podcast andrew febert hey man how's business what's up (laughs) what's up dude good 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 not stressful. Not stress. I'm a little stressed. Yeah. Now I'll get That's over it. because we were failing on some code things. Well, if there's anything that stresses me out, it's definitely like fucking- When things don't work. When things don't work, man. <laughs> I hate you it. Don't, you don't do well when it's not things aren't working. I know. It really, I really don't. And, and especially like things that I don't really understand, like why mm. they're not working. Um, I- uh, was I got real stressed out the other night. Uh, so this is, this is kind of funny. Not related to business at all. But Steph went to yoga and turned her cell phone off. That's the first thing you need to know. And right. I was home by myself. And there was a ghost? <laughs> no. My, my, <laughs> so we have a downstairs bathroom that hasn't worked in a month. And my, uh, my landlord finally fixed it. He kept ordering the wrong parts, whatever. Finally fixed it. And then I go to the bathroom. And the light doesn't turn on. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, I was, we just fixed this, and now the light won't turn on. So I assume, uh, because I've had issues with the electrical box, that it's the, 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 bro- the breaker didn't work. So I, I, And the reason I figured that out was I plugged in a lamp in there, and I kept trying to turn the lamp on, and it wasn't turning on. Mm. So I was like, all right, well, then the outlets, or like the whole bathroom, like the, the GFI switch popped or whatever. So I go outside. I shut the I shut the door. I go outside, and I'm just in my pajamas. I'm in like it's like super late at night. Um, it's like seven o'clock at night. It's not super late, but it's a Sunday, and I'm hungover. So I was just like in pajama mode, and I go outside with my iPhone flashlight, look at the breaker box, and I'm like nothing's tripped. So I'm like oh, that's weird, and I go to go back into the house, and the fucking door locked. <gasps> And oh wow! And I was like, oh my god! And I had just put on uh, popcorn on the stove. Oh my god! So now I have an active burner, and I'm like, fuck, fuck! <laughs> and I and I and I I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I ran to the front door just to see, not open. Sliding glass door, not open. Windows, none of the windows on the first floor are open. Tell me you dove through one of the windows. I I I, kept, I was calling Steph. Her phone was completely off. Did not know what to do. And I freaked out. I was freaking out. I was going, fuck. I was yelling. I'm like, what do I do? I have no idea what to do. Mm. And my doors are glass. I'm like, oh my God, I have to break the goddamn door down. And I, so I put, so I'm like, all right, let me call 911. Call 911. You called 911? I called 911. Oh my God. That's when people are dying. Dude, I had an active burner on in the house. (laughs) Could have burned down my whole house. You can't just call like the police's like, I didn't know. I was like freaking out. And I go, they're like, all right, we're going to send the fire department out to break the door down. I'm like, okay, yeah, how else do you, how else do you get in the house without the stir- house burning down? I mean, I have a gas burner. I was like, no, thank you. So right. I, and then I just freaked out and just started kicking the door. <laughs> I just like kicked the handle until the handle popped and I got in. And then I called them back and said, don't send anybody. And then 
I so I broke the handle on the front on the back door, uh, which is a pretty heavy handle. Um, yeah, as I, I I I like that story. Well, <laughs> well, then I found out that, and here's the real twist of it: the breaker wasn't tripped because the outlets worked. I turned the fan on in the bathroom, and I'm like, well, wait a minute, that works. Oh my god! So the two, the two. Here's the crazy part: the two light bulbs. There's two light bulbs in the bathroom. Both uh-huh. were burnt out. Okay. The lamp that I plugged in, that light yeah. bulb was also burned out. <laughs> oh my god! So I, I'm, I'm like, what? So dumb. <laughs> so who has that many broken bulbs in their house? I guess <laughs> I mean, they just happen to all break it. I'm so weird, dude. So weird. I just don't like when things don't work. <laughs> if that's the moral of the story, there's no moral. It's just a fact about myself, and it's and it causes me a lot of stress when things don't work the way they in, they're intended to work. I, sh- I should. <laughs> so so <laughs> a burnt out bulb in Manchavinisi land yeah. means you have to like bust the door <laughs> down and call nine one one. Yep. Oh man. Yep. That's how that's how stressed out I got. <laughs> anyway. Money Lab Pro. You've been asking for it and I finally made it. Money Lab Pro is a membership where you can access every single one of my online business courses and chat with me and other like-minded business owners in the members only Money Lab Pro community. You'll also get access to my SEO, monetization and blogging video courses, my YouTube and podcast video tutorials, my lightning fast WordPress theme, and so much more. I did the math, and Money Lab Pro includes over 155 over-the-shoulder video lessons and growing. Not to mention it includes access to templates, processes, and spreadsheets that I use to run all my online businesses. And like I mentioned before, Money Lab Pro also includes a members-only community where you can share your ideas and get expert feedback to help you earn more money with your online business. Go to moneylab.co slash pro right now to sign up. It's super affordable and there's no reason not to check it out. That's moneylab.co slash pro. Okay, uh, so I want to talk about an article that I wrote and, and the, the article is about, it's called The Obvious Income Source I've Been Ignoring for Years. But basically, to kind of sum it up, it's about um, YouTube. Mm-hmm. So to kind of give away the whole thing, YouTube is the obvious income source I've been ignoring for years. Oh, okay. I mean, I've, I've also been ignoring YouTube. Okay, but I've, I've seen success with YouTube and then ignored it. And that's the thing. Like, I... What, what what kind of blows my mind about this is one is I I just like when I started Swim University I was just doing articles and mm. I decided to do video one day and all of a sudden that's kind of it coincided with my website basically feeling and actually being legitimate and started making more money and and uh, at least that's I credit it to. When I started making videos, things really took a turn. You also like took it more seriously, probably because of the amount of work right. was you know involved. Yeah, and... yeah, 
the thing was is like I stopped making videos because they are just fucking hard to make. I had to, um, and I wasn't making a lot of money from them on on YouTube. Maybe I don't know, a couple bucks here and there, like AdSense or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And I stopped doing them because one, <laughs> uh, this kind of sucks, but like I don't own a pool or a hot tub. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't easy for me to go out to my friend's house and film. You don't, a pool, you don't own a pool or a hot tub? No, never. Oh, you're, you're such a phony. I know. Take it till you make it, brah. <laughs> uh, no, and I, I also don't ever plan on owning either of those things. I know I know too much. Um, <laughs> I, know, I know how much work goes into them. But, I mean, like growing up, I did. I, my, my, we owned an above-ground pool. But... Yeah, so I didn't have a quick access to one that was easy. And mm. so my friend had one. And my, I had two friends in when I lived in Jersey who had pools, and they let me film there. But – and not that it's a big deal, but it is awkward. It's awkward to, like, be like, hey, I'm, can I come over on Tuesday afternoon and, like, use your pool? And then I'm out not there – Not to hang out with you or anything. No, yeah, right. I'm just, out there – Just to work. Yeah, and I'm going to be out there by myself with a tripod <laughs> and a camera. It would actually be better if you didn't talk to me while I was working yeah. in your backyard. Yeah. <laughs> And I was I would set up a tripod. I would stand in front of it. I'd have like things on my phone or a piece of paper, like the the script basically or the bullet points I wanted to hit. And it's just awkward standing out there talking to a camera by yourself, um, just trying to get things right and cursing if you don't get them right and whatever. And uh, on top of that, it was the summer in New Jersey, and it's very hot and muggy and sticky, and it's like I just don't want to be out there. Doing this, sweating my balls off, trying to like film these videos and trying to make something of it. And I did a lot. I probably did about, I don't know, like 30 or 40 of them. And then I sort of was just like, all right, this is just really not what I want to do. Uh, and I, I stopped. Mm. And making videos. Stop making videos. And I also stopped writing on Swim University, but everything continued to grow. YouTube channel continue to grow and I didn't do anything like it just whatever um and the videos that i made like continue to see views every month like a lot uh i i i have um i published my first real video so it was like a 30 minute scripted video uh and that was on May 30th of 2012, and today it has 215,000 views. Now, that may not oh, seem God. like a lot for that long. Mm-hmm. I published another video a month later in June of 2012, and that currently has 829,836 views. So almost a million views on a video that Damn. I did six years ago. Imagine if you monetize that. So, <laughs> right. I uh, I did have them monetized back in the day, but as my mm-hmm. website grew, right, and I started getting a lot of traffic, those those videos are embedded on my site. That's where most of those views are coming from. But one day, I decided to turn off all monetization on YouTube because I mm-hmm. didn't want people coming to Swim University, playing a video, and it having an ad on it. And I don't right. know why I thought that or when that I made that decision. I don't remember. And then in August of this year, I decided to just, I was like, oh, wait a minute. Why did I turn these all off? 
So I turned them all back on. And within a couple days, I made a bunch of money. I made like $200. That's awesome. And I was like, hold up. So here's the thing. Last in in September, I'm going to read you this actual data. In September of 2018, Mm. no, this is from no new videos, by the way. Mm Mm-hmm. I made $507. How many views did you have? I had uh, 129,000 views. Wow. And I gained 266 subscribers, and I had 319,000 minutes in watch time. So that one video that has like 800,000 some odd views, those views would have been worth about $4,000. Yeah. So, but I had turned it off and I wasn't collecting any of that. Hmm. So now I'm collecting. So I was like, whoa, okay, 500 bucks. That's not nothing. Yeah. For shit that, for like old content. And so that's September. And September is like the biggest, um, I had 88,000 views on a how to close your in-ground swimming pool video, which makes sense because it's like September. It's when you close your pool. And then I also had one about getting rid of pool algae and how to change your sand filter. So, like, it was a buy and away, like, the closure in ground pool was the biggest one, but it's seasonal business. So, I'll make more in the summer, less in the winter. Uh, in October, which is this is the, we're recording this on the 23rd, I think. So, from October 1st to the 22nd, I've already made $322 this month. Dude, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. And again, this is not, this is from no new videos. These are just from videos that have been up for years, like, Four or five years. So I immediately was like, dude, I'm throwing money. Like, I'm leaving money on the table, basically. Like, why? Like, I never. People are used to watching ads in YouTube. So it's not like they had to watch an ad. They're like, oh, screw Swim University. They they don't even think that has anything to do with you. Well, I just, I never really considered it a viable income stream. Just, I Mm -hmm. never thought, oh, Swim University could also make money producing videos and getting paid just straight up from YouTube because man, if I doubled the amount of videos that were on the channel and because it's a seasonal business and the videos are timeless and people are searching, no one creates pool content. You're like the luckiest man alive. Well, what's crazy is like, it's not from YouTube. It's not like I'm just putting videos up on YouTube and I have an audience. Uh, Yes. I have 14,000 subscribers, but that's not where the views come from. The views are coming from my website. Really? Yeah. So people are, you know, the reason why How to Close an In-Ground Swimming Pool has such a high watch count is because that article right now is crushing on my website. And it and that huh. video is embedded there. That's awesome. Right. So I'm like, uh, well, I don't have, there's, there's tons of articles on my website that get a lot of traffic but no videos. And I could be, if I just put a video up there, I could be making actual money from YouTube with that. Yeah. That's the, that's the strategy. So it, going forward, are you going to have every article on Swim University like have a companion video? I think it ha- yeah, every popular article that we don't plan on revising or deleting, yes, that would be the plan. So like from most popular, you're just going to work your way down and just uh, yeah. video for each. Yeah. This makes sense, right? Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. I mean, what me. what if I could grow that to 1000 or $2,000 a month? I mean, again, not like a crazy amount of money, but an extra income stream. Mm. Right. And obviously good content for people who are, you know, 
watching these or you know visiting the website and getting these getting this information it's like oh we have both videos and content or like written content so uh so then the problem is now i i don't i don't live in jersey anymore i don't have access to these pools anymore and in colorado in-ground pools are not really a thing out here Mm. and I don't have, I personally don't have any friends who have in ground pools or above ground pools. And what about home in New Jersey? I do have that. Sounds like you're taking a month sabbatical at home. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have actually, so I've done that. Um, so, so here's some, I, here's what I was thinking. Hasn't Stephanie always asked if you and her could live in your parents' basement for a month? Oh, yeah. She's been dying to do that. Yeah. <laughs> can't wait. Uh, so I, I, so the move was, how do I make YouTube videos in Boulder in my, and and make them consistently or make them or bolt or batch them, make them entertaining, make them useful, all the things, without actually being at an in ground pool, right? And that's the the problem I'm trying to solve, and that's the problem what I solved in this article. Um, so the first thing that I did was I. So when I moved to Boulder and I didn't have a stationary, like for the first two months we lived here, I didn't have a stationary setup. So I didn't have a camera set up. I had nothing. I had my, mm-hmm. um, my Apple Air. That was the only computer I had set up. And I had an ATR 2100 microphone. And I did swim university videos. I used my laptop camera and my mic hooked up to it. And that's how I did videos. There in this article, which is uh, if you type in moneylab.co slash obvious dash income, you can see those. You can see one of those videos. It's kind of terrible, like quality wise. It's a little like fuzzy. Um, but God, do you look young, man? I know the audio. Wow. Was, yeah, what, you were that young before three years ago. Yeah, <laughs> the the, uh, the well, I think I was very clean shaven. So the the the, mm. the videos kind also of also very young. Also young. That's true. The video is a little um, fuzzy because it's it was I shot it on 720, which is what the air could do, and then I blew it up to 1080. Um, it's the audio is decent ish. I mean, it's still in a room and you can hear the echo, but the content, like the one that I posted up, is three ways to heat your swimming pool or three cheap ways to heat your swimming pool. That got a lot of traffic. Let's see, uh, or a lot of views. Three hundred and fifty-six thousand views. And I published that uh, in September of 2015, and I did that on my air, using my like the camera it built into the air and a mm-hmm. simple microphone, sitting on a couch, and I did some editing. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so it's possible to get done, although it's kind of like it says 583,583 thumbs up and 300 thumbs down. Uh, people don't. People are very divided in the pool industry. <laughs> it's just uh, it's just what I have to deal with. Uh, so that was... I didn't want to do those videos again because I kind of hated it. I kind of hated the way they came out. So then I tried... I You know, you're the one who turned me on to Polymatter. And mm. you turned me on to his course in Skillshare. And I was like, oh. So he does animated YouTube videos. And I was like, well, my whole website's kind of animated. What are you looking at? Are you watching the video? No, no, I'm I'm looking at the obvious income article. Oh, that you created. So, um, 
so yeah, you turned me on to that guy. Mm. And I was like, oh, the videos are like, you know, I, they're okay. I think they're okay. I just watched one about scooters. Did you watch that one? Uh, yeah, the, the latest yeah. one. Uh, yeah. Which I actually really liked. I actually went to Denver, because Denver is one of the cities that has those scooters. Mm. And I rode one. And you had like the time of your life. They're awesome. They're super fun. I didn't go anywhere. I just like was in a parking lot, and I, there was one there, and I just signed up for the service real quick, put my credit card in, and like drove <laughs> around the parking lot. It's fun though. I, they're dangerous as all fuck, but they're super divisive because they're on the sidewalk. Yeah, they People are. They are litter. Around. They they call it, like they. It's like you can just leave them anywhere, so they're like all over the city. But I, that's mm. not that doesn't bother me. It's it's the fact that you can go like fifteen miles an hour with no helmet. And yeah. on a tiny little scooter, it's yeah, it's a little dangerous. But anyway, it's meant for kids. Yeah. yeah, I would like to own one. I think they're cool, but yeah, I don't. It it's dangerous. I don't know if it. Whatever. I mean, it, they're fun. But he, yeah, my so, iPhone would say zero steps every day if I had one. That's true. I I need to not have it so I take steps. Right. So uh, I looked at his course, which was good and short, uh, and I decided to try it using ScreenFlow, and I know I already had a bunch of animations, and I did a voiceover, and, you know, did all these things, and the video came out, and it's okay, and you, I showed you the video, and you were like, oh, this could be more better, <laughs> like, this could mm. be tighter, it could be more entertaining, and I was reading, a, I had wrote the script, and, like, it took me forever to make the first video, and I kind of hated it, I hated the whole process, really. But I was trying right. to like really process it out so that I could but see, hire the someone thing else was, to do it. It wasn't a bad video. Yeah. And, you know, the idea, the original idea was like, how could you do it in, in such a short amount of time with such a, a small amount of effort? That was like kind of your, yeah. your experiment that you were, you were trying to do. But then you sent me another one, which I think you even said was easier and took you less time. Yeah, four hours. And it, which is, is insane, but it would take me, I, I can't do videos. Yeah. But, it was really just of your face. I no, guess no, is, that was even shorter. So, oh, you mean so, so, shorter okay. in time of of effort? You mean? Yeah. So, so the, well, here, I guess that's what I was talking about. Is in comparison, uh, well, it took you less time to do the one with your face, and it was so much better because you don't need to hide behind. Well, yeah, the, the first one that I did was fully animated, fully scripted. I did the voiceover. I did the music. I literally did everything from scratch. Right. The second video, you, you watched it and you said, this is kind of boring because mm. I had really scripted it out, read the script word for word. Um, it was long. It was long. It dragged on. Yeah. And then you, were, and then you said, you know, uh, for, it's, it, you, you didn't hate it, but you're like, it, it's, it, it's, it could, it could be better. And mm. so I was like, all right, well, how do I make it better, but then also less time? And then the second video I did was animated also, but I did the voiceover with bullet points and I kind of, I just riffed. And then when I riffed, uh, it sounded more natural. And then I cut up the riff. So like I basically trimmed it. So that it was like a super tight three minutes and then took that voiceover, did the animations using um, illustrator graphics and screen flow to do all these animations. And that took me about four hours start to finish, including writing the music, which was really simple. Um, but still kind of like boring, you know, like mm. whatever. And then I did another one where I, I went out and I bought, I was like, all right, let me try to mix it up. Cause like maybe I'll do some animated videos, like some specialty ones here and there. 
and I want to do like Q and A videos where so I can pump out like you know content. And Q and A videos, I was gonna, I bought this camera. Oh, I had the camera, the camera, my seventy uh, D DSLR with the pancake lens, flip out screen, blah blah blah. I bought this Joby thing. This is like a gorilla pod thing, so I could just put it on my desk, pop the camera on, and then I bought a mic to mount on top of the camera. So I could just have one file to work with. It'd be I could just turn on the camera and start recording the answer. Mm. And that video is a minute long, and I put that up too. It's pretty fucking awful, if you ask me. I hate it. <laughs> I absolutely hated it. And the, my background was terrible. Uh, the lighting was terrible. The like the audio was terrible. Like there was just a bunch of things that I and I'm a stickler, but I hated it. And so. Then I decided, well, I like the idea of being able to just like talk and set up the camera and just start going and then do all the editing later. So I went to Ikea and bought all this like pool backdrop stuff and built this little studio in my office as a backdrop. And then that's when I filmed the video that you saw that you liked where I basically took an article and bullet pointed it out into like maybe four or five bullet points, put it on my phone right. and just riffed. I just went into the camera and I probably got 10 minutes of footage of me just like riffing on the topic. Cause I know the, I know the info. And then I spent most of that time in uh premiere editing it down and doing like jump cuts and, and zoom ins and, I did a couple of little tiny animations, and I think it took me about four hours, maybe a little bit shorter, maybe two, maybe three hours to do that whole video, maybe two. Soup to nuts or just the editing portion? Well, there's no music in that last clip. Uh, the filming took about 10 minutes. Setting it up took, I don't know, five minutes or whatever. Uh, and then editing it probably took me an hour to do. So, I mean... Wow. Yeah, yeah, like soup to nuts, probably two or three hours, like with uploading and everything, and creating the thumbnail and stuff. If I could do that, I'd just be cranking videos out like a beast. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, it turns out, and I was watching it. I had no idea that you were able to do it so quickly. Well, I was watching it and going, I like this, but I, it felt empty. Like it felt like it was just me talking. Mm. And there was no substance to it, but there is substance to it. It's just like visually, as a as like a like a visual person, it's just a talking head. Most videos don't really have that much visual substance, honestly. I d- it just like, kind of felt the really good ones, like Vox and stuff, do. But I mean, the production quality and the time on that—it's not like three hours. They like spent like I don't know twenty hours, multiple people. Yeah, you know. And I would love to do stuff like that. But honestly, I did. I did do an animated video. I did two animated videos. And I don't think they're nearly as good as my just talking head one when it came to the like when it came to entertainment value. The thing is you're you're dynamic, so you can do that. Right. And so if you look at like Polymatter, and I don't know the guy, mm-hmm. his, his name's Eric. Um He's he says it. I mean, he has like a good tongue in cheek approach, but it seems like he is a research well thought. He's really good putting a story together, but he probably couldn't do and, you know, mic in your face type thing, which is why he put so much work into not doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, 
it's really it's kind of hard for me to to think about it because I know it's not a natural talent, but I think uh, like being in high school and and doing plays and act like acting and being a ham, <laughs> basic that's what I am. Right. It, it helped. It like it made it so it make, it allows me to make videos faster because I am I I can do that. I can just I can turn on a camera and then turn on me. I can turn on the the entertainment bug or whatever the fuck it is that I do. What does that mean when you say you're a ham? Uh, that was what my grandmother always called. She said, like, you know, like, I ham it up. When you <laughs> ham it up, like, you're like, you... Uh, I'm trying to audio describe Look, it. if your grandma said it, fine. You're a ham. Uh, like, you know, <laughs> I think you know, you know what I'm talking about. Like, when I'm... Like, you know you ham it up for the camera. Like, you know, you're, you know somebody comes in and you, like, Big eyes, big face. You're like, ah. You're like, oh, Andrew's just hamming it up for the camera. He's just being, a, he's being <laughs> silly for the for the for the audience, mm. uh, to be funny, basically. I guess, you know. Um, so that's what I can do. I guess that's I guess it's a skill. Uh, right. But it was weird because like the I I don't think I could put together <laughs> cartoons. Like I think I'm not good at that. Or or the the cartoons that I was putting together, I was I I wasn't. I wasn't peppering in jokes because I was like, I don't have, t- I don't have time for this. I have to, I don't want to pepper in jokes because it, I have to create jokes that. are natural, right? Like it's hard to be funny on cue in like a bulleted way. Well, I have to write the joke and then I have to deliver the joke. And so like the writing of the script would take me forever. Right. Mm. Where instead I could, so that, so the alternative to that of, of writing is because I again, you know, you know, I don't like writing. I've talked about that many times. I like writing uh, on Money Lab, and if you read Money Lab stuff, like it's kind of funny when you read it because it's just me talking and I'm writing jokes, but then I edit those right, and I like mm. doing that. But for pool care, it's it's for I'm forcing it, like I'm forcing the joke, right? So it's you know, I'm talking about. You know, backwashing a filter. I'm like, uh, you know, like backwashing in your soda. Oh god, it's not the yeah. same thing. It's like, I that's not funny. It's just lame. It's like I have to be lame. So mm. when I so so, but when I was doing it on camera, I could be myself. I could do what I do on Money Lab, where I'm just writing about myself. I'm just doing me, and then I'm editing me. Like because like not everything I say is funny. Not everything I do is funny. And I'm basically in charge of like. Okay, let's whittle it down. Maybe maybe every funny thing I do in the video, none of it's funny enough in the edit, mm. and it, and that video just doesn't turn out to be funny. But maybe there is one joke that I said or one face that I made that I just pepper in, and I'm like, there you go, a little entertainment for you, and it just worked. And I don't know, it kind of bugged me because I again I w- I want things to be like overproduced, you know, like oh this is like wow they spent a lot of time on this and it's great. But it, I kind of didn't need it. And I'm like, can I do this? Can I make videos like this? Will they stand the test of time? Will they make money? And I, I mean, I think I proved it with the, 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 the video that I did with myself. And it has a lot of views. Uh, and it's a piece of shit. It's like very underproduced. So yeah. if, that, if I can do it with that video, then yeah, certainly like with a little production value, meaning I make sure I pay attention to the audio. I, I put um, audio pads all up in my in my office that you can't see on film. Uh, I invested in this backdrop with good lighting and 
Um, you know, I've, I have lights too, and uh, I could just set up the camera with a, some bullet points and then start riffing because I, again, because I know the subject matter, and then do ba- basically craft the 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 arc and the storyline in post, which is actually what I like to do. I like editing more than I like filming. Mm. So I just did, uh, you know, 30, 30 lessons about pool care and it was all bullet points. Like each lesson was just a series of bullet points and headers. And I, you know, some lessons I would just sit in front of the camera and talk for 15 minutes, 15, 20 minutes probably sometimes and try to get, and if I messed up or said something stupid, I would just repeat myself and say it again and not worried about, not worrying about trying to nail something all in one thought. Because then in post, I basically would cut out words and sentences and could hide things with B-roll or with funny jump cuts or like it's, it's, it's building. And it was a lot of fun. And I took what, 10 minutes, that video that I originally did was 10 minutes. And I, basically whittled it down to under three. So I took out a lot of things that weren't necessary, mistakes that I made. Sometimes if I messed up a word, like literally if I messed up a word, like just saying it, I would see if that word existed somewhere else in the footage, cut just that, throw that on. Just the audio? Just the audio, (laughs) yeah. Oh my God, So you could do a lot though. And and then throw B-roll over top, like some other footage, so that you couldn't see my mouth move out of sync. But in your, to your ears, it would sound like a sentence. Mm. But, but wow. it, it forced me to say that whatever I filmed, I could make into something in post. You know, whether I had to do a voiceover, like, like an overdub, using my, this mic or you know, turning that mic back on and just, you know. So, yeah. Interesting. I mean, I think it's awesome because you're literally monetizing the content that you already have. Yeah. Like, you're just adding income to articles. And honestly, it doesn't matter if people watch only, like, a quarter of the video. I mean, obviously, you don't want people to not, mm-hmm. but uh, you'll have already made the money. Yeah. You know, it adds value in Google's eyes because it's a, a video on their, on their other platform, <laughs> YouTube. Right. And it's consistent you know, income because it's, it's you know... Those those articles are going to get watched. Those videos are going to get watched, and and that same video over and over again every year. And I think so, a lot of YouTubers, or if they, uh oh, you hear that? Is, that? is that the sound of the episode being over? It's the sound of the, <laughs> our smoke alarms going off. I think Steph's cooking her chicken. We have to clean our oven. <laughs> should should go away soon. <laughs> Should I leave that in? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so uh, that's what you get for working at home. So uh, yeah, I, I I think the difference between like a YouTuber uh, who has to c- create a new video every week or or multiple times a week, and that's how they sustain it. This is not the same thing. I'm taking I'm using YouTube as a hosting platform and a monetization mm-hmm. platform for con- for content that i have on my website which is where really all the and it's not to say it doesn't get discovered via youtube's you know portal anyway oh totally and it does right so Mm. you know people are using uh youtube as a search engine and obviously the more content that i have on youtube the 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 chances are like 
my subscribers will grow and you know i can monetize those in different ways but really the the money and it's coming from my website like that's where people are watching these videos and then i'm just collecting that money from youtube and no one minds watching ads apparently mm. just, we're used to it yeah we're born with it with tv so i think if you have a so i mean Think about it for List of Money Matters, too. Like, you have the traffic coming to your website. You want some extra money instead of, you know, relying solely on affiliate marketing for the... I wish. Right? I, I don't have those video skill sets. Yeah, you could develop them. True. But or you, I could just develop. Or you could just develop. Mm. But I'm just saying, like, that that there is... I just It's a weird... I. It's not a ton for anyone of money. who is interested and and willing or, or is even predisposed to video. Like it'd be a crazy thing to leave on the table. Yeah, because uh, videos definitely help. Like you rank and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Just I never really paid attention to it too much, but that's really all mm. I got. I mean, dude, it's sweet. You just t- clicked a button essentially yeah. and found a new income source, and it happens to be something you're good at. Yeah. So I'm gonna continue pushing that. That envelope, and that and that goes for. Uh, I'm not sure what it means for Money Lab, to be honest, mm. uh, because I don't. Uh, we don't have a lot of traffic on Money Lab, so I don't think it's a viable income stream there. Uh, but for Brew Cabin, certainly. So um, I definitely plan on doing videos for Brew Cabin at some point. Uh, but I want to knock out, and I, I, you know, and I think I'm just not the type of person who's going to produce a new video every week. I I, mm. I don't think I operate that way, and I think Steph kind of made me realize that is I I tend to work well in batches. You know, yeah. if I could sit, and you want to be able to do what you want to do that week. Sometimes, like your motivation's not there for yeah, yeah, exactly. So I think my move for Swim University is once a year. Basically, think of it in seasons, right? So mm. you know, once a year, I'm just going to sit down in front of the camera and knock out like ten or fifteen videos or whatever, which is what I just did. I knocked out thirty videos in two days filming just the filming part and then it's I, yesterday i edited five videos so you know that means that's it's pretty much a month of if i if i did a video a week i just got it done in literally you know three days uh are you going to use these for the course and in individual articles they're not going to be no because that would be wrong to mm. to give them every video away for free and then also bundle them in a course that i sell i I just plan on doing it the same, similar, a similar way, different topics. Um, so I, I think I have to work in season. So like every once a year I go and create like 10 or 20 videos or something, put them up on YouTube for some university and then do the same with brew cabin. Like I don't think making it consistent for me is the move because again, I'm not trying to build a YouTube following. I'm trying to, uh, the views are coming from my website. You're trying to add value and get, you know, money as a result of that. Yeah. I'm not trying to start a channel where like, oh, new video this week. Cool. I'm going to subscribe. Yeah. Like, I don't, I really don't care about that. Mm. At least I don't think I do. But anyway, that's all I got. So uh, I want to thank Bill Henry for 1,188. That's my middle name. Yes. <laughs> if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about on this show, please email me, money, Matt at MoneyLab.co. And feel free to send me a new middle name while you do email me. I'm going to try new ones out. 
every single episode. If you like this show, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Player FM, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or wherever you normally listen to podcasts. And when you do, please leave a review. Reviews have been super helpful. If you really like this show, please tell your friends about it. Point them to your favorite episode or episodes, and hopefully they'll become a subscriber. It's just that simple. So that's it, man. That's the story. All right. Thanks for listening. That's it. (laughs) Bye-bye. Please tell your friends about this show.